It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's show is all about you, the fan. We're answering your questions that were submitted via social media as well as via email. We'll get to all of that ahead on today's show. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Always appreciate you guys checking out the show. Our goal here is to make you guys the smartest BYU fans in the room, and we are very proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, this is your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. By way of introduction, for any of you who may be checking us out for the very first time, my name is Jake. I work for the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK. I have been covering BYU professionally in my radio career and sports media career for over a decade and absolutely love doing this podcast. And by the way, a huge thank you to you guys who have entered our Royal Blue Pullover giveaway. We're calling it our 1,000 subscriber giveaway, even though we're well north of 1,300 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, a big credit to all of you. Whether you're a YouTube subscriber or you listen to us on your regular podcast feed, you can enter to win this Royal Blue Pullover. All you got to do is email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Let us know that you're interested and you will be entered to win. We'll keep the entries open until the end of the week. We'll announce the winner on Monday and if the pullover doesn't happen to fit you, we'll make adjustments, make sure we take care of you in some way, maybe get you a gift card to uh, the BYU store. I don't know. We'll, just be assured, you will be rewarded if you are the winner. So if you want to enter that, I have, I think, north of 100 entries at this point. It's absolutely crazy uh, to think how many of you guys have reached out. And by the way, you're reaching out from all over the country. Uh, let me just start there on today's show. You guys in Cougar Nation are absolutely incredible. I'm getting notes from literally every corner of the United States of America, and even some of you internationally have reached out. I know that there are guys out there internationally that are based overseas. Mojo, uh, I know that he, he made some headlines the other day with his uh, BYU fighter helmet. He is serving our country over in the sandbox, as he calls it, in the Middle East. Uh, we got Glenn Lumen, who is over in the Philippines on his sailboat. You guys, y- you and Cougar Nation, uh, just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Like that, that it, it means the world to me that you guys deem this drivel that I, I don't mean to call it drivel, I don't mean to downgrade what I do here, but that you guys think that this is worth the time to check out this podcast, and it means the world to me. It actually keeps me going, because trust me, there's been a lot of 
Uh, tough things going on recently. Uh, we just lost John English. He's a, I don't know how many of you as are Utah Jazz fans, but uh, John English uh, hosted a podcast for many, many years called Jedi and Germs. I listen to it often. He worked with Alan Zog. If any of you are on Twitter, uh, you know uh, Alan. And uh, John uh, lost his battle with depression, it sounds like, according to his family, or just yesterday. So uh, stuff like that's kind of the heavy stuff that's out there in the world. And when you guys reach out and say, hey, Jake, I love the show. I, I love interacting with you. Thank you for keeping me up to date on all things BYU. I'm out of state. I, I live here. I That stuff, I, I didn't mean to get like all heavy on today's show to start it off, but that's the type of stuff that keeps me going on this show. I, I don't mean to get emotional, but it's... I don't know. It's it, it's really really fun to do what I do, and man, didn't mean to have this hit that hard. But I just want to say thank you to all of you out there. You guys make this venture go. Like I don't know. I I didn't know John all that well, but we had some interactions on social media, etc. And losing people like that, I don't know. We're losing too many people, folks. So. Just be kind. Reach out to those around you. Uh, make sure that uh, your, your your people, your, the people that are around you on a day to day basis, make sure that you they know that you care about them. That that's the biggest thing. I, I man, this wow, what a way to start a show. But thank you from the bottom of my heart for your guys' support. It it gets me through a lot of days when I'm like, you know what? I don't necessarily feel like recording a podcast. You know what? I, I, I know that you out there, thousands of you on a daily basis are, are looking for this and that's what keeps me going. So, you know what? Uh, just, uh, yeah, thank you. And thoughts and prayers go out to the family of John English. It's, it's one of those heavy things to deal with. I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I didn't know John all that well, but he was on my mind all day yesterday when I, after I heard the news of his passing and just stuff like that kind of puts things in perspective. It, it's kind of crazy. I had another close family friend earlier this week. Uh, they're, they're BYU people. They're like the diest of the diehard Cougar fans. And I've known them literally my entire life. They were backyard neighbors of mine and they lost their son who was just not even 10 years older than that, than I was earlier this week. So it's been a it's been a week. So thank you. Thank you to all of you. Thank you to all of you out there who support this podcast because you guys make this venture worth it. You guys make it so I, it makes it easy. It, it, it's easy to do what I do when I know that you guys uh, find this of worth. And hopefully I can bring a little, I don't know, a little joy, a little, a little bit of an escape uh, from other things going on in all of our lives right now and make it that much better to be a BYU fan. I guess this is the ultimate goal here. So, uh, I know that this doesn't this doesn't have much to do with BYU to start off today's show, but just you know what? Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting this podcast. All right, uh, I'm gonna try and uh, get my emotions under control. We do need to get to your guys's questions. I had a number of them sent in via social media as well as uh, uh, some of them sent in via uh, email as well. I'm gonna address as many as I can on today's show before uh, we round out our time. We usually go about 30 minutes here. Is kind of the the cap of where we uh, cap things every day. And if we don't get to all the questions today, you know what? That means I have more to do when we get to another mailbag. And I, my my goal is this season is to have a mailbag weekly. So uh, maybe it'll be Thursdays. Uh, if you guys want to 
send in your questions. Love nothing more than for you guys to weigh in. I'm going to grab a tissue here and just try and uh, make it look somewhat presentable. On uh, Man, I'll tell you, folks, I don't know. Uh, I'm a softie, as you can kind of tell, but yeah. All right. Um, so let's get to your guys' questions. But uh, before we do that, uh, I, this is going to, th- this show, it, it obviously we have sponsors that, that are very, very important to us. And I want to talk about a little bit about our friends over at Bet Online. And let me get through this read if I can. BetOnline.net is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events, the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league. Including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have got you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more, learn more about the action that's happening today, all online at betonline.net. It's all courtesy of your friends at Bet Online, where the game starts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. It truly makes my world go around that you guys check out this show. want to encourage you guys to check out a new thing we're doing this year. It's called the Ultimate College Football Preview. It is here, my friends. It's a seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and the Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the upcoming college football season in one spot. Search for the Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. All right. Uh, before we get to the questions, I I don't know if I mentioned, uh, so uh, uh, John Preston was the other individual who lost his life earlier this week. Uh, Pico Preston, he's actually a pretty well-known entity. He has like a million followers on TikTok. He, literally, I, I grew up with this guy. And like like I said, it, it's just been a week uh, of people losing their lives. And it's just, it, it's, it's a tough thing to endure. But let's get to the questions now. I want to start off with one that was sent in as actually part of our entry for the 1,000 subscriber giveaway. And it comes in via Christian Taylor and says, Hey, Jake, I'm a longtime listener. I've been listening since the summer of 2018 when we started this up. Uh, Christian, you have endured many, many brutal podcasts because I've listened back to some of my early years, the early year or so that we did the podcast for the very first time absolutely brutal. I, I, I already don't like my own voice in many respects, but you have listened for a long time. He says, I appreciate all the hard work you put in. I'd like to uh, enter to win that pullover, but I've also got a question for you. He says this, I read an article from ESPN of the best NFL prospects in the next year's draft. It says, Jaron Hall, Blake Freeland, and Clark Parrington were all left out of the top 10 in each position group. I, I, I'm trying to figure out which uh, article you're reading, Christian, because I thought all three of them were in there. If, it, if it's the Mel Kuyper one, I know that Clark Barrington was offensive tackle number three in that list, but regardless, so see, that seems crazy to me. He also says that uh, guys like Peyton Wilgar and Keenan Peely weren't even mentioned. I get injuries play a role in that. What are your thoughts? Maybe I'll hear the answer on the podcast. Well, Christian, we're going to get to your, we're going to answer that right now. I think the biggest thing right now uh, for the 
for the BYU uh, players who have hopes of going to the NFL, whether it's this upcoming draft, which I think if the BYU has the season that they think they can have this year, you'll see another mass exodus as we saw after the 2020 season. Was it 14 guys uh, went to the NFL? or uh, No, it was 12 guys at least. Maybe it was 14 guys got opportunities in the NFL. NFL, excuse me. Uh, Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick. Brady Christensen, Brady Christensen, a third round pick. Three other guys taken in the seventh round. A number of other guys were undrafted free agents. That could happen this year if BYU wins 10-plus games very easily. Jaron Hall could be out the door. Christopher Brooks, he's here for one season in a BYU uniform. Puka Nakua, Gunnar Romney, uh, Blake Freeland, Clark Barrington on that offensive line, Harris Lachance, uh, you go over the defense. Uh, a guy like Tyler Batty, does he, does he test the waters? Does Peyton Wilgard, does Keenan Peely, does Ben Bywater? D'Angelo Mandel, this is his final season in a BYU uniform. Caleb Hayes, the same thing at cornerback. They're going to be looking for their chances. Malik Moore, does he get a chance at the NFL level? Does a guy like Jake Oldroyd and or Ryan Rico say, you know what? It's time for me to go try my luck in the NFL. Think of all the names I just ran through. And the thing is, I think all of them will have opportunities when it comes to the NFL. And that's not, those are just the guys who are the quote unquote upperclassmen, senior types who are either in the second to last year of their eligibility where they may be deciding that, hey, it's time for me to jump or they are a senior this year, a redshirt senior, I guess, with the COVID year. And they're looking for their opportunities at the next level. I'm of the opinion I'm not necessarily so worried that they're not in those top 10 lists right now when it comes to the NFL draft because this upcoming season is going to be a really, really important time for each of them to go out and show what they can do. I apologize. I have to cry. My nose is running, so I apologize for this not sounding as professional as it normally does, but... I think the bigger thing right now uh, for BYU players is to focus on the task at hand. Win football games and the NFL will find you. They will evaluate your film and they'll make sure that they uh, uh, either they like you, they don't like you, and they'll give you the feedback you're looking for. That, that's the biggest thing I, I can promise you when it comes to the NFL, Christian, is that the NFL, they will find the guys that they like. I know that Clark Barrington is already liked uh, when it comes to NFL circles. Uh, he's, just, he's, he's a mauler in the run game. He's not the biggest or most talented guy most talented guy out there on the offensive line, but teams love the nastiness that he plays with. Blake Freeland is a physical freak of nature, and that, I mean that in the most sincere, positive way I possibly can mean it. He is all of six foot eight, almost six foot nine, three hundred pounds. Is the quote unquote dancing bears got absolutely incredible feet. He's got a lot of strength. His frame is filled out nicely after never playing offensive line in high school. There are so many guys up and down this BYU roster that check boxes when it comes to the NFL. So right. Right now, I'm not so worried of where they're ranked when it comes to the NFL draft. I'm actually going to worry more about that come January when the season is over. Right now, all eyes are on the upcoming season opener against USF and then just taking it week by week and t- taking care of business. Obviously, some of these guys are going to have to make sure that they stay healthy as, po- as much as possible. You can't have injury concerns going into the NFL draft. That could preclude you from getting your opportunity at the next level. So the hope is, is A, they have a good season, B, these guys stay healthy and see the NFL finally comes calling and gives them their chance to live their dreams as professional athletes. So hopefully that answered your question, Christian. And if you want to specify on some other things, let me know. I'd love to dig into that a little bit more if you want me to. All right. Next question came in via email as well. I've actually got, I wrote it down over here. It comes in via Ethan. He says, Jake, there's been a lot this week with regards to BYU and Utah fans going after one another. There was the whole incident with the number 22 club 22 for BYU with that new corporate room that they're building where the old blue zone used to be. Uh, it became all kinds of, of a kerfuffle. Uh, what was it yesterday? I don't remember what they were arguing about yesterday when it comes to BYU and Utah fans. But Ethan's question says, Jake, 
BYU and Utah fans love to get after it. What fan base has treated you the worst in terms of your media career? And that's an interesting question, Ethan, because it's actually neither BYU nor Utah. Let me be very clear about that. The only fan base that I have ever been so personally attacked that I have kind of held on to, I guess you could call it a grudge. It's just, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's always kind of burned me the way they did this is I, I made some comment. This goes back, man, six, seven years ago. It goes back a ways. I made some comment on social media on Twitter about Boise State and their fan base took exception to it. And I have never been more horrified at some of the comments being directed at me for a uh, being a media member who happened to sound off on some. I don't even know what I said about it. Uh, B, they assume by and. I'm an active member of the LDS faith, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. In the interest of full disclosure, I am an active member of the faith. But they assumed I'm a, I'm a Mormon and made some horrifying comments about the Mormon church. And trust me, this is Boise State, folks. The vast majority of that fame base, in my opinion, either knows a Mormon or is Mormon themselves. And they were making horrific comments to me. So, Ethan, to answer your question, the fan base that has treated me the most poor in my media career are the Boise State Broncos. <laughs> Crazy enough. I, I know that may sound weird, but I get along pretty well with both BYU and Utah fans, even Utah State fans. I, I, I appreciate the the the, the I don't know how to describe it. The the dogged nature that these fan bases, the rab, the rabidity is that a word you can use? The the way that they uh, that they just love their teams. Being a fanatic, that's what fan is short for. It's for a fanatic. Your guys love and your passion for your teams, whether it's a Utah fan, most of you watching or listening to this, or Cougar fans or BYU fans. Your guys' passion is unmatched, and I can appreciate that. There are times that there have been comments that I've I've heard from uh, Utah's fan base, sometimes an Aggie or whatever, that may have crossed a little bit of a line, but they have never just jumped the shark the way that Boise State did that one time. And like I said, I don't like to hold on to a lot of grudges and try and and keep an open mind for most things, but the way that they just, and they attacked me personally, my appearance, my religion, me being from you, they, they attacked every part of my character. I've held on to that for many, many years, and it's kind of stained Boise State in my mind. I, I, I don't know how any other way to say it. It's just, it's one of those things that's always kind of stuck with me. So, Ethan, hopefully that helps you a little bit. I, I don't know. It was just in very. It's a very interesting dynamic to be working on the media side of things. And I think most of you out there know that I grew up a BYU guy. I grew up in the shadow of Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I've attended games at uh, what was then Cougar Stadium. I was there the night they renamed it Lavelle Edwards Stadium against New Mexico. Uh, BYU's been part of my life. I've been covering the Cougars professionally for well over a decade at this point. The, the, I, my first year covering BYU as a credentialed media member was 20 11, the very first year of independence. So my professional career has been BYU's independent era. And my relationship with the Cougars has changed in that time because I'm not necessarily rooting blindly for the Cougars. I, I support them, obviously. Let me, I don't think I'm breaking any news here to any of you. If I am, well, sorry to burst your bubble. But the biggest thing is I look more for storylines and what's good for my career. What can we talk about on the radio? What can I talk about on this podcast? What are the, what are the tidbits that I'm looking for that can help me have an informed opinion that I can share with you? guys. That is what I look for when it comes to this. So yeah, Boise State, them's the ones that came after me. So crazy enough. All right, let's get to uh, one more question here at least. And that comes in uh, also via email. 
And this one comes in from Dave. It says, Jake, help me understand what an NFT is. You talked about on uh, the Coogs Rise thing. You had the CEO, John Chaney, uh, on the show. Uh, what is an NFT? Now, Dave, let me be very, very frank. I'm still not 100% certain what an NFT is. I know it stands for non-fungible token. The way I understand it is essentially it gives you ownership of a digital asset. Uh, and what that means is essentially it's a digital trading card. Any of you who grew up, I, I grew up a kid of the 90s. So I kind of missed... Uh, I don't know. The late 80s, early 90s, to me, is the heyday of trading cards. And it goes back even further than that. I know there are many of you out there who are much older than I am who had baseball cards and that type of stuff going back probably into the 60s and 70s, that type of stuff. But I remember when I was very, very young, it was kind of the heyday, I felt like, of the card craze of my childhood. But for lack of a better term, the way I understand what an NFT is, is it's a digital trading card. And especially in the format that BYU has gone about this with Coog's Rise, working with Okavu over there in Lehigh, is that they're trying to give you a digital asset that you can trade and have fun with as a BYU fan. The other thing that BYU is doing that's a little different than the uh, typical NFT, because NFTs for anybody out there, you can create like a JPEG file of some random drawing that your uh, your three-year-old may have done and say, this is an NFT. How much do you want to buy it for? That That is how simple an NFT really can be. And it's the market's crashed on the NFT side of things. It, when we uh, spoke with John Cheney during the, the media uh, news conference to announce this, he talked about the fact that the market kind of crashed and has kind of been bleeding out in many ways over the past few months. But BYU's trying to, I think, in a way, uh, morph the NFT conversation by bringing uh, exp experiences to the table with this. It's going to open up opportunities. Let's say a guy like, I don't know, I'm going to use Ben Bywater as an example. Ben Bywater, I think he's an outdoors guy. He loves being in the outdoors. If he wanted to have an NFT of a great play that he has this upcoming season, let's say he has a safety against East Carolina. I, I don't know. But as, as part of that, he'd like to uh, tag that NFT and allow a BYU fan to buy that moment if they thought it was just absolutely spectacular. And, they to, and he wants to be a part of it. And maybe you say, hey, you know what? This coming spring, let's go out on the river and go fly fishing. I don't even know if Ben likes fly fishing. I'll have to ask him and find out exactly uh, what his uh, interests are. But that's the type of stuff that I think BYU is trying to do with this. They're trying to tie real world experience with these digital assets. And so... The way I understand it, and like I said, Dave, I am no expert when it comes to NFTs, but it's essentially a digital trading card that you can have some fun with. And it, hopefully you'll have something uh, tangible at, in terms of a real life experience locked with it. Uh, BYU, Okavu announced that they've actually uh, digitally... Uh, um, replicated like all of BYU's bowl trophies and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different digital assets that BYU's bringing to the table, and they've only done this with BYU football so far. They plan to expand this out to all of the BYU athletic department, and they're going to go to the club sports, allegedly. They're going to, BYU rugby, for example, will have NFT potential with regards to what Okavu apparently is planning on doing. So some very interesting times ahead. And like I said, if I, if I knew more of a, a tech, had more of a technical expertise about what the, <laughs> the NFT marketplace was and what you can do with this, Dave, I'd be pass, I'd be happy to pass it along to you. But the way I consider it and the way I would, I guess, operate, I'm under the assumption that the way this is going to work is essentially you you own this digital trading card. If you want to sell it, you want to trade it, you can do that. You have the rights to that. But at the same time, BYU is trying to tie some real world experiences to it. I we talked about in yesterday's show, the Cougar Tells. Like if you get a digital Cougar Tell, apparently if you can uh, redeem five of them at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 
So there's kind of some cool stuff that's attached to it. I, it, it, trust me, it's a whole new world that I'm still very much learning about. And like I said, as, as I learn more, I'd be happy to pass along some more information to you guys. And I'll do my best to make sure that I can sound more in, informed on that as we move forward here. All right. Uh, so there you go. Answered some of the questions on today's show. I had a couple of more I, I needed. Uh, I, I didn't. Okay. I need to get to them, but uh, time's not necessarily going to permit me to get to them. So I'm going to get to those next week on the mailbag. So apologies if I did not get to your question this week. If you want to send those in, by the way, you can reach out anytime. Locked on uh, Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, you can follow me. I'm at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter. It, it, it means the world to me. Like I said, and I, I didn't mean to break down as much as I did earlier on in today's show, but it means the world to me that you guys take the time to interact with the show. So thank you for doing that. And if you want to uh, email your questions, as I guess all three of our questions today were all e- email related ones. You can do that. Locked on BYU at gmail.com. It's the same place you can enter to win that Royal Blue pullover that we're giving away as well. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll round out today's show with a couple of notes. Uh, we got a really cool thing with BYU Golf and the U.S. Amateur. At least one BYU golfer is making a run in that tournament. We'll also talk about BYU Women's Soccer. They open up the 2022 season officially this evening in California. We'll get to all of that in just a moment. First, though, a word on our new friends over at NHTSA. And my friends, I don't know how much more vociferously I can speak out on the dangers of drunk driving. Many of us out there, yours truly included, have had people who have been affected by drunk drivers, whether directly yourself, you have family members, friends, all that stuff. The thing is, though, drunk driving is a horrible, horrible thing, and I I cannot speak out more against it. So let me be very clear about this. I'm, I'm just going to read this part from Nitsa. It says, everyone knows the, route, the risks of driving drunk. The results are traffic and tra- tragic, excuse me, and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everybody from getting behind the wheel while they are under the influence. That is why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads. They're trying to save lives. So if you're okay to drive, so if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. Folks, in the era of Uber and uh, what are the different rideshare companies out there? Uh, there's so many of them. This is no excuse. Do not get behind the wheel and drive a vehicle under the influence of drugs or alcohol. I, I cannot speak out any more vociferously on it. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, today's show has been pretty heavy. So uh, thank you for bearing with me, but a big thank you for making us your first listen of the day. It always is fun to talk all things BYU, and even if we veer off topic a little bit, it's still fun all the same. Two other things to talk about before we get done on today's show is best of luck to Jennifer Rockwood and the BYU Women's Soccer Program. They officially opened the 2022 season tonight in Fullerton, California. They're taking on the Cal State Fullerton Titans. That'll be at Titan Stadium at eight, uh, 7 o'clock Pacific time, 8 o'clock Mountain 
time, any of you who might be in the Southern California area, Orange County to be exact, I'd encourage you to go over and support the Cougars. Uh, as I said, BYU fans, you guys are everywhere. And I know I married into an Orange County family. I know that Fullerton is a place that there's a number of BYU fans. So if you have the opportunity to do so, get over to Titan Stadium and support the Cougars. If you want to watch it, you can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. It'll be streaming on ESPN's digital platform. Gregor Bell will also be on the call on the BYU Radio uh, side of things. BYURadio.org or the BYU Radio app and also BYU Radio 107.9 FM. You can listen to Greg on the call of the action there. Best of luck to Coach Rockwood and her squad. Uh, hopefully they learned a thing or two from that 2 nothing shutout uh, loss down there at North Carolina uh, this past weekend. And of course, they'll be back at it. Uh, so that's tonight, uh, 7 o'clock Pacific time. If you want to go out and watch the Cougars, or if you want to watch it online, you can do that on ESPN+. Final thing is Carson Lundell, BYU's uh, best men's golfer currently. He defeated Jared Nelson of UConn, one up to advance to the round of 32 at the 122nd U.S. Amateur. This happening yesterday. Uh, his quote was, I played extremely good golf today, and thankfully it was enough to get the job done. I was confident in my game going in, but Jared made putts from everywhere, so I knew I was going to have to make birdies to give myself a chance. My caddy, Todd Miller, who is the director of golf for BYU Men's Golf, and I stuck to the game plan, stayed patient, and battled all day. It worked out in the end. Uh, Carson Lindell, who is coming back for his senior season at BYU this coming fall, he has been absolutely uh, on fire. He's played a lot of good golf recently. Uh, he will be back in action. He is going to be taking on, I apologize, I had this up a little bit earlier and I actually closed out it. He's going to take on Pepperdine's Dylan Minante. Uh, that'll be uh, this morning, actually. So if you're listening to this uh, later on in the day on Thursday, it's probably already underway or done. Uh, the pair tees off at 8, 10 a.m. Eastern time. That it is 6, 10 a.m. Mountain time here locally. Live scoring on USGA.com. Live coverage of the round of 32 will also be streamed from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern time on Peacock and then is on the Golf Channel from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you can get some updates that way as well. Best of luck to Carson Lundell. To have a guy go out and uh, show well at the U.S. Amateur is really, really, really fun to see, especially considering there are four BYU golfers who originally made it to the field. Lundell has advanced to the round of 32. That means you're going against some of the best golfers in the world. Some of the, the future stars of the PGA Tour, well, guess what? They're probably playing in this tournament, and I think Carson Lundell, he's a dude I would expect to be playing professional golf at some point in the relatively near future. All right, that is going to do it for today's edition of the show. Once again, just a heartfelt thank you for all of your support of the podcast. Uh, big thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Want to encourage you guys now to go make your second listen. Our friends over the Locked On Big 12 podcast, Josh Neighbors does an incredible job making sure that you are up to speed on everything when it comes to the Big 12 conference. Get that free and available wherever you get your podcast. That'll do it for me. Have a great rest of your Thursday whenever you hear this and or see it. And we will talk to you guys again soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.